Hello everyone, my name is Taylor Moore and allow me to introduce We Are Here. On the side of Ocean Highway in Polly's Island, South Carolina, there is a family restaurant called Hanser House, which has white numbers above the front door reading 14360. Around 7 p.m., the sun peeks through the trees, leaving rays shining on the restaurant. The air is filled with humidity as the last bits of summer heat leaves the air for the day. You face the restaurant, which looks more like a house with oyster white paint on the walls and a gray-colored roof with shingles. Azalea shrubs follow the sidewalk in front of the restaurant, hiding the dining area on the front porch. There is a mixture of aromas in the air of seafood and steaks. Approaching the front door, there's a display of the menu with a glass over a white wooden frame to the right of the door. Walking into the room, the smell of the food grows stronger, making customers' stomachs rumble and mouths drool. Straight ahead is a brown staircase that leads upstairs for more seating. On either side of the staircase, on the sky blue walls, is displayed two first place awards to Hanser House for the best she crab soup. Near the ceiling are windows that lead into the upstairs sitting area, filled with smiling faces and stuffed mouths. Beneath the window, tan-colored netting is spread across the walls. The netting is filled with diverse types of shells, consisting of starfish, sand dollars, calico scallop shells, knobbed whelk, and a large shell of a horseshoe crab. According to the Britannica website, the first restaurant owner is believed to have been one A. Boulanger, a soup vendor, who opened his business in Paris in 1765. The sign above his door advertised restoratives, or restaurants, referring to the soups and broths available within. In 1765, restoratives would open around Paris, France that served a single purpose, to create forms of medicine that could restore health. Many diseases without vaccines were dangerous, such as smallpox, whooping cough, influenza, yellow fever, and more. People would make at-home remedies for the ill and would start businesses that they believed would fight off these diseases, becoming immensely popular. Many of these restaurants were opened by families and would pass down these restaurants from generation to generation. According to the Gunther Tootie's Diner, the food industry is dominated by family restaurant sites. Many families will come to these types of restaurants because they can bring their children and find affordable prices for their meals in a laid-back atmosphere. Because of this, people can see more children coming out to restaurants with their families. Hanser House can give these opportunities to families coming out with children and give them a warm feeling of being back in their grandmother's beach house. This all came to be from Nita and Herman Hanser, who are the owners of the restaurant, which was built in 1999. Reading about the history of the Hanser house, Juanita Hanser, or Granny as we refer to her, is the owner and family mentor. With over 50 years of restaurant experience, Granny is the backbone and creator of the restaurant. Granny has had help along the way to opening the restaurant. Her husband, Herman, opens the business and started the journey with her. Three generations of the family work there today, including Patrice Howell, Heath Hanser, Henry Hanser, Ashley McKenzie, and Crystal McKenzie Throckmorton. Chatter and laughter fill the rooms as each table tries to talk above each other. Sitting down at the table gives you a feeling of being in your grandmother's beach house for a home-cooked meal. An oil candle sits on top of broken alternate talon and striped false limpet shells inside a clear glass mason jar. Hush puppies are placed on the table after placing orders. You feel the heat from the fingertips as you pick one up. 
There's a soft crunch from the outside of the hush puppy and leaves a taste of toasted cornbread in your mouth. The COVID-19 pandemic had and continues to have a major impact on small family-owned restaurants like Hanser House. These owners have faced struggles with staffing, the increasing prices of food, and finding a solution to these issues. A shortage of workers have taken a huge toll on the small business industry, especially in restaurants. As stated in a CNBC article about the staffing shortage, half of the small business owners say it has gotten harder to find qualified people to hire compared to a year ago, according to the quarter three of 2021. Almost one third say they have open roles that they have not been able to fill for at least three months, up to 24% last quarter and 16% in quarter one of 2020. With the labor shortage hitting restaurants, many struggled to stay open during the COVID-19 pandemic. Many businesses had to limit the hours that they are open, whether that is only doing dinner or lunch service or closing certain days of the week so they do not lose the limited workers they already have. According to an article about restaurant businesses, many have warned customers with signs about wait times for food or service due to the lack of workers business hours have been shortened or have started to only do to go and no dining. Despite offering higher wages for workers, many restaurants are still unsuccessful at finding employees. This happened to Hanser House. During the first wave of the pandemic around April of 2020, they only offered to go service. When trying to open for indoor dining once more, they struggled to bring back workers due to some having underlying health conditions and could not risk the exposure. During the summer, Hanser House struggled to find work, and while being open for dinner service and to-go, they began to close Sundays, so they did not overwork their staff. While the staffing shortage has affected the restaurant industry, it has also greatly impacted the food industry. According to another CNBC article about the rising prices of food, the availability of goods and higher costs have hit businesses. Products like crab have become harder to find, while chicken and pork costs have gone up a dollar per pound, while other goods have skyrocketed. Restaurants have been hit by the staffing shortage, rising prices of food, and the Delta variant of COVID-19 all at once, so a selected few have been able to survive. For about a month, Hanser House was out of snow crab legs as well as king crab legs. From this, they removed crab cakes from their menu, and once they got crab again, the market price of crab legs went up on the menu, which does not make the restaurant any profit. As stated in the Washington Post, food producers have struggled with shortages, bottlenecks, transportation weather, and labor woes, all of which has caused food prices to rise. Many factors have contributed to food production and due to negative factors, there have been negative outcomes. Many items have been impossible to find, very low stock or dramatic price increases, affecting restaurants as well as just everyday people at the grocery store. So how do we fix this? Where do we begin as a nation to reverse these effects on our economy as well as our small businesses? Somehow, businesses are going to eventually find work to fill these open jobs. How will that fix the rising prices of food? Once the labor shortage decreases and companies find people to fill jobs, the prices of food will lower as the labor costs and production won't be as high in demand. The first problem that needs to be solved is the labor shortage. 
According to an article written about the labor shortage, labor shortages can be somewhat elevated by using a mix of recruitment strategies such as adding or modifying employee referral programs, contracting with staffing firms, using new technologies to streamline recruitment and better target candidates, and shortening the recruitment process with fewer interviews and faster hiring decisions. Small business restaurants need to be modified so that people looking for jobs will be drawn to that place. Increasing wages and pay is a factor that many people look for when searching for a job and will most likely be given that pay if they meet the criteria to receive it. I felt the effects of the labor shortage while working at Hanser House. Around March, it was me and two other people working as a to-go team. During the weekdays, only one of us would work and during the weekend, two of us would since the winter months are the off-season for the restaurant. This changed when they both left the restaurant, either for moving to a different state or finding another job. At that moment, I was alone on the to-go line. I went from stress-free to dreading every day I came to work during that time. I would be exhausted from doing most of the work while getting help here and there from other servers or managers when they find time. After a couple months of struggling, I felt the restaurant slowly getting back on track. The employees that were hired knew the menu and that allowed the stress I had to deteriorate. As summer was just around the corner, more people began to eat out due to the vaccine production and fewer restrictions on travel. My favorite stories are when my manager, Ashley, starts the night saying, we're going to have a great night tonight, and it never was. Or when the kitchen falls behind on orders and Crystal would start singing Jesus Take the Wheel by Carrie Underwood. Or me working the hot bar, traying up food, making sure all my dinners and sides are in order and figuring out I need five baked potatoes and none of them are ready or cooked yet. Some of these may sound like hell, but they make you feel a part of the family and they treat you like it. And soon enough it all became an inside joke or something that becomes routine. I worked at Hanser House for about three years before I went to college and there is not a day that goes by where I don't miss my hands or family.